0: Yo, yo, yo! What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy C I double Z Y back at it again with part technically three, technically three, but we're gonna go ahead and say part two. Back with my guy Yaz. Yaz, what's popping? How you feeling today? Same day. Same day. Different shit. Different shit. Same day. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! We ran into so last week we uh what was it last? Last Friday, May or last Thursday. Anyways, last week, let's say in the last seven to ten days, we linked up, knocked the episode out, and then literally like two, three days later, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's just God's timing. We ran into each other at high V. You know what I'm saying? Shopping for I some snacks, my, my man. What was you shopping for?
1: I was getting some quick stuff, man. I was I was in the area, and I just girl, what I don't remember.
0: Well, well you don't know if he was grabbing milk cereal come on my man this was like what a w-
1: two weeks
0: ago you done forgot it was like six days ago oh, <laughs> nah but you know we had to we had to cop some snacks for for the crib cop some milk you know shorty just found out that she uh might be allergic to milk and egg whites which is random so we had to pull up there and make sure we was uh getting the correct items Yo, lady. Yeah, my lady. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then we have a special guest. Y'all can't see him on on the camera right now. but We have a special guest in the building. What's your name, my guy? MJ. MJ, And then, of course, we got Mark handling the audio, making sure shit is fresh. But I'm just blessed and happy that we're able to make this happen again. So let's talk about first off, we got to start off with the fit of the day. So let's break down this fit because I see that you branded out. I don't know if you did these, but if you did, we would love to hear the full fit right now. I think this angle can catch the fit right now. So talk about the pants, talk about the shirt, and then we'll jump into the episode.
1: Yeah, I did these a while back. Um, it's just they stand out. I got the logo on the back of them. Uh, and I got my logo right here. Got my logo embroidered.
0: Yeah. Um, Are these dress t-shirts? Like the is it collared up? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a That's yeah. clean. That's clean. My boy got the t- collared up. Came out with the watch. What we got on the wrist right now.
1: This is like original
0: LRG. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds good. I mean, LRG, I know like the fits. You talking about the, the yes, LRG, LRG, they got LRG the pants launch. too. Oh, I didn't know they. it. I've had
1: it for like years. This isn't anything. Like they,
0: they, hey, it's something. If it look yeah. good, do you hear me? Do you hear what it's I'm something. saying? All right, man. But, you know, I want to jump into my first question of the day. My first question of the day, I've been thinking about this for the past week is, you know, what about your culture or Is there anything in your like cultural heritage in terms of your family ethnicity that inspires you when it comes to like fashion or designs? Have you like looked into materials that they use to make, you know, fits over on that side of the over on that side of the world? Or is there any like material that's made there and popular, you know, popularly manufactured there that you use in your, you know, creations?
1: Um, I was overseas what probably a decade ago. I used to see there would be like a lot of uh, silk, a lot of silk. Um, We'd some it would be a lot of like Arabic and Arabic like Arabic designs. Like it would be Arabic mm-hmm. words and stuff and designs. And my and my mother also, um, she draws on glass, so she does a lot of that stuff. So I think that's where I get the artistic creativity from, kind of too. would be my mother, but at the same time, like I could say my culture kind of inspires me just in real life, but not really.
0: and on the topic of your mother and a little bit of an inspiration there like what do your parents think about like your designs when you like show them how your craft has evolved over the past few years and how like you know I'm sure you're humble well I already know you're humble really because you don't really brag as much as I think you should because you got some dope stuff that you've created but um you know, how do they feel about it? Or do you show it to them a lot or is there anybody in your family that's like really obsessed with your designs or that you feel comfortable sharing what you're working on with?
1: Yeah, uh so I just I just finished up this uh backpack. It's my first ever leather backpack. The black joint? Black red. Hey, y'all gotta yeah. go check that out. Um and I went to, I went back to my mom's and I showed it to her. She liked it, my father liked it. They're pretty supportive, I gotta say. You know, in the beginning, my father would uh He's like my first—I'd say—celebrity. If it wasn't for him driving me to Lawrence, Kansas, Mm -hmm. dropping me off, and me trying to like go through a little tour buses and stuff, and trying to get to that specific person, it would have never. I was kind of—I was too young to drive Lawrence. Yeah. I was a young, like, an early driver, so he just did that. Um, So he has a lot to play. Like my father has, like, he played a big role in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but now as I'm getting older, it's more so. Kind of kind of more independent.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh-huh. That makes sense. And then, like, while you were younger, what were, like, some early influences that you had? Like, you know, because imagine, like, for me, I was super into athletics, right? Yeah. I didn't really think about podcasts. I didn't think about business or entrepreneurship really I didn't think about personal training when I was growing up so my exposure to the industries that I'm in today and the things that I'm passionate about was really late in life how early was your exposure to fashion were you like really into it at like nine or didn't did it not start till high school like talk a little bit about your early influences or when you first were like this might be the shit I'm gonna do
1: I'd say um
0: I know y'all hear that outside. That's downtown, they down. oh no, you good. Outside, these boys be street racing like a motherfucker down downtown. Like a garbage truck, bro. It's crazy. They be hey, ask my boy Mark. He hey, they oh, be yeah, out the here drag, drifting, drag hitting them, doing drag yeah, shows yeah. right outside. It's crazy. Low yeah. key. But anyways, besides that, yeah, early influences, my guy.
1: Um, I started in high school. It was like soft, sophomore year. Sophomore year, I started taking this so I've spoken about the store, I think, a couple times on, like, other podcasts. How it all started, my mother, she bought, like, her first sewing machine on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And she was going to learn how to use it <clears throat> and all that stuff. This is when I first moved into, like, uh, our like, house and stuff. <clears throat> so I was super bored. Like, I was hella bored that it was just one night I'm hella bored. And it's in this office room, so I take it, open it up. Uh, I watched like a little tutorial video, but then I go, when you go on YouTube, like YouTube is literally like free college. You're going to learn everything. Mm -hmm. You screw something up in your car, you screw anything up. Somebody on YouTube has a fix to it. God bless YouTube. So I got on there. I put in the exact name of the sewing machine. It was a brother. That's what it's called. Um, and I started making like little miniature wallets. It was just a, Mm. just sewing literally, like it was like fake pleather. You just sew like one little seam. Rectangle seam, and mm-hmm. that's it. So it was just st- I started doing that.
0: Did you start rocking that shit to school the next day? The wallet?
1: I had it for a while. It was like a little brown tan one, but
0: <clears throat> it was it just... you like, hey, I made this. No, nah, I, w- nah,
1: I mean, I wasn't really flashy back in high school. I'm not really...
0: Well, you wasn't trying to market yourself, or you <laughs> were just trying to figure it out early on and wasn't really talking about it? Like,
1: Well, I mean, market myself. What I would
0: from do... From the early, like early, yeah. early on, yeah.
1: Shit, I mean, I would... um. What can I? Which one can I say? When I would go, all right. So I'd get my homework done, and then probably go to like a a, a show or whatever. Get mm-hmm. to a celebrity, mm-hmm. attempt to get the photo with a celebrity, attempt to get the piece, post that on Instagram, and then like certain people in my class would talk about it, mm-hmm. and then people gotcha. who wouldn't know they they <clears throat> they'd start to know that this what you, you know doing what I'm saying. Right. That was kind of a yeah. little marketing thing, and that's just how it slowly started. on going up at least in high school. We had this little. Tr- uh, trade show or whatever Did that So just been elevating since
0: And so When you Are Like going to connect with these celebrities Like Did you see someone else do that? Like oh They Did you watch like a YouTube video? And they do dude was like This is how I blew my designs up Like I went to backstage show and then i found my way to this dude's truck and then i pulled up on his security and i was like do this or did you kind of just like sit there and brainstorm how can i get this to this person i guess i gotta pull up to the show and search for this person like we in the in the vicinity like how did you come up with that idea because that's aside from crash and uh Uh, roadrunner introduced me to you I know when I was looking at your page early on that's what I was seeing I was like oh he's connected with this artist this artist got his piece on this person and then like in our first conversation you shared how you know the first artist you ran into or that you pulled up on so like how did you come up with the idea or where did you get the motivation to go
1: I would see like certain people doing it Uh, you know some of them made it happen Mm -hmm. they are who they are today Mm -hmm. Others, I mean, I really don't know, but, um, it was more so common sense. It was like, if I need to get to this person the way I, the way I used to do it, I would go into who this person is following Mm -hmm. and then I would, I would click on like somebody they're close to. I click on their story, seeing that they're on the tour bus with this person. And then I would see that I'd go into their comments and see like, okay, he's responding back to everybody or she responded back to everybody in their comments. Um, so I just would DM. And then, yeah, so that's just how it would connect. I, I want to say like 16, 16 or 17, uh, that's when I had got like Jacquees and other people. Mm-hmm. That was like my first person. Yeah,
0: I think I was trying to remember who it was.
1: Yeah. Uh, but that, that night was crazy. Uh, I didn't expect for it to go the way it did. Um, familiar with Boulevard nights. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got snuck in there <laughs> by his security. He was underage.
0: <laughs> definitely yeah i
1: mean it's over now what, what are they gonna do uh you know so it was um boulevard it, it was it was you said what i said
0: boulevard nights yeah we coming for it. i'm just playing with y'all uh, matter of fact whoever the owner of boulevard nights is fuck with me i'm trying to have you on a podcast go ahead
1: so um yeah man it was just um security brought me in took me up to like vip Dave loaf was there they they had a show together oh. and I was just networking pretty much mm-hmm. got that photo and just left but it was it was just a hectic night it was just too much man and I was young at the time and I just it was it was just wasn't the best I don't want to say too much on
0: here you he was you was you there was a lot going on but yeah. that's what's up man look I think I think we gotta you know show respect where it's where 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 it's given I don't even know how to say that but anyways I want to show respect to you for like having the motivation and the and the determination to go out there and get in front of these people I mean when you think about a young kid you know trying to like hustle and get out there you can easily be starstruck by i mean not anymore or for some people it's not the case but you can easily be starstruck by the fact that this person's a celebrity they're big or oh like there's their uh, security is going to be there or these people are going to be there i'm underage there's so many obstacles and you decided yeah. to go do it anyways so i think one thing that is really dope and that i can respect and appreciate is the fact that you might have had some internal fears but you went anyways and you went and tried to connect with these people anyways and you're still doing it running into you at the airport like you know just random shit whether it goes well or it doesn't go well it doesn't matter you know what i'm saying you're still getting up and you're going out there and you're trying to connect with these people so you got to respect it and like how do you how do you how do you think about marketing now today aside from like pulling up on people and taking photos like what's your approach today 2022 in terms of getting your name out there as a designer i mean Globally, social media,
1: mm-hmm. uh, of course, TikTok, real Instagram reels, Twitter, um, using hashtags. Uh, you gotta put these days. You gotta put money behind marketing. You know, you gotta put some sort of paid promo or whatever. Like, you gotta, you gotta do that. Um, if you got the funds to do it, I'd say do it. I've done it before. Some have. Some of it has worked. Sometimes it hasn't. Um what like what still works for me to those days like um word to mouth?
0: Word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the best way because at the end of the day, who do you who can like advocate for you more than somebody that's already bought your product? You know? Yeah. And who who else would somebody want to hear from? Me? If you come up and tell me, yo, you know, MJ's t-shirts is fire, like you need to cop one of those, yeah. Versus MJ sends me a DM and he's like, Yo, I got some neat t-shirts. I'm gonna be like, first off, Respect, keep hustling, yeah. and it's not even like a big boy shit. Like I'm out here struggling like anybody else, but I'm gonna be like cool. Like you just somebody else shoot me about messages about t-shirts that happens all the time. But you come up to tell me, and you my friend, yeah. I already know you, and you're like, hey, well boy, that boy stuff is cold. Then I'm more likely to go check it out. So I love that. That's been what's working for you.
1: Yeah, no, nah, man. I mean, I just I think now like I just took it to a whole nother level. Some people would t- I'm, I'm I'm acknowledging it myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of people would tell me that like you now you're just doing you're doing more than just garments more than just clothes yeah it's just uh, it's just a lot
0: so when you think about like these these pieces that you've been creating are these considered one of one, one of ones like these backpacks these bags like uh, I know I've seen you do a few super dope duffel bags mm-hmm. Um the backpack you just created are these one of ones or are you like is it made to order like somebody's <laughs> like yo i want that too and then you like i right, send me the money and i go make it like how do you kind of run your business and like pull in money today like how are you like making sure that it's steady steady income's coming in so that you don't have yeah. to go like work at hardy's
1: <laughs> hard hey okay.
0: ain't nothing wrong but ain't nobody trying to do that so
1: yeah no definitely <laughs> um i do a lot of like one on like, one of ones mm-hmm. People reach out to me, whether it's email, Instagram, whatever. Um, they'll be like, I want this color, that color. And what I usually do is I have them send half the deposit, mm-hmm. create the piece, and if you're out of town, um, I'll ship it to another deposit.
0: Gotcha. You know, but, gotcha. Uh,
1: like, eventually, like, I'd like to create one bag and get it manufactured, mm-hmm. but still, I, don't, I really don't want to devalue the brand by doing that.
0: But like you feel like if you go and find somebody to like manufacture something, since you couldn't have that hand on hand, yeah, like I'm very it's, big on
1: a uh, quality control, bro. Nah, very that's real big on quality because all it takes is one product and one bad review, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And me is just going to make, it's going to make, it's an internal thing for, it. it's going to just make me feel some type of way. Some people may not care, but me is just like, I want to make sure every single person is satisfied quality wise. Creativity's there. You know, i I'm creative, but I care a lot about quality and longevity.
0: That's real. That's real. And so when you think about, like, continuing to grow your business, whether it's as well as your personal brand, are you like, I'm staying in Kansas City, like, this is my home, I'm trying to rock it out, or are you, like, one of the people, which is fine because I'm... Kind of one of those. Do you feel like you need to leave the city to continue to grow, or do you feel like uh, now I'm gonna stay here, local, thrive, and then put every you know put Kansas City on my back? How do you approach things in your brain around being a creative and representing a small town like KC? I,
1: I try to move with logic and reality more than um, emotion. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people do. Uh, I'm well aware that I won't have all the growth. Here. Mm-hmm. So I book a flight to LA and go work or go network or go build with people or go make some money out there. Then come back here. You gotta look at the I mean the economy is everything's high as hell. So I have common sense to where it's just like here, it financially makes sense. I move right. Um I don't I'm not in everybody's face. I don't, I don't me personally, I'm not a I don't club, I don't party, I don't this, I don't that. So a lot of liabilities don't come my way. To where like something could happen to me, and and I, a lot of people tell me like oh you're like you need to leave the city, but it's just like I do leave the city. Like what I mean, <laughs> I move, I'll move when I want to move. Yeah, it gotta make sense to me.
0: Moving with intention. Yeah. Now I respect that. I think like one thing I've been kind of leaning towards like since I moved back to KC like before the pandemic is like I think yeah. KC could be like my my home like base, but that I could. Also, as long as I have the money and I'm building my business and traveling like with intention that I can pull up in any city, take care of business and come back home. That's you know that's
1: exactly like that's um. it's like
0: moving like tech, tech, tech gave us tech, gave us the blueprint in regards to that. Everyone feel like they got to leave completely.
1: You know, it's crazy. I see tech not over the fucking place. Bro, boy, that I see boy him is everywhere. I him when I used to work at Walmart, I seen him there.
0: You uh, see that I've motherfucker in a parking, parking garage. He yeah. just be, hey, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, that boy man. be in random places. Yeah. He would be at the Independence Mall buying some freaking what is it called? Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yeah, that boy just be everywhere. Real, 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 real hometown hero for that's real. A, but that's a legend, man. I mean, but I'm, he moves. He moves like kind of like how we're talking about right now. It's like you know Casey's his home. Yeah. You know he he's around town. People see him. He makes sure his face is seen. But he hits his tours. Mm-hmm. He goes to his different cities to take care of business. He goes and makes his money, and he come back home with that's, it. That's all. It's and about. if you can do that, and like, like you said, you know, make sure that you moving in. A, everyone always feels like they need to leave the city because they're feeling like I kind of I kind of understand it from a certain perspective. But what I see a lot of people doing. Is they be capping like they got ops, but they don't have ops, and they just feel like they I need to leave the city because these boys trying to get me. Nobody's trying to get you, man. Like that's you it, ain't that's you ain't got you do not have ops, and it's and that's a good thing, brother. Like you know what I'm saying, yeah. and and so it's like. I've just seen that happen over and over again. I had to say it out loud because I'm just like, bro, I know you personally. I know you my whole life. Like, You don't really- have any apps. You don't need to leave the city. If you need to leave the city, to, for like in our last episode last week we talked about to find creativity, to be yeah. in a different environment, to inspire, that's exactly. one thing. But respect that that's the reason you're going. Make sure you're intentional about that. Don't go because people are after you or you think that. You can't succeed here because everybody's haters. Because guess what? you going to move to LA and New York and you going to find some haters there too.
1: But you know what's crazy though, man? LA, I think, has the highest homeless rate.
0: Correct um, me if I'm wrong. LA, all the uh, bro. I lived in San Diego, Santa Cruz, but LA. The, this is my thing. Homelessness is crazy.
1: They'll bite the bullet and move there and like think it's going to go the way it's going to go. But then, like, they're in a tent in downtown. And it's so screwed up, bro. Like it's just screwed. I mean, my first time ever going to LA, I went with one of my best friends. Man, it was it was a it was a it was a crazy trip, but I could say I enjoyed it. Um, we stayed in downtown LA, and I'm literally a guy's. I'm walking through like the Fashion District. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a guy literally trying to bite his own ear, bro. Also crazy shit, you know. So it was it was a uh, definitely it was interesting, man.
0: It was uh, homelessness definitely. is very real out there, and yeah. I think. I think what the the typical pipeline from, like, just having conversations with people out there—I'm not saying this happens to everybody, but in terms of, like, homeless people that move out there from different places, so they move out there, they have no family already, that they're not really tight with their family, they move out there with hopes and dreams, they, you know, fall into the wrong crowd, start using some drugs, yeah, different things— job they start, you know, they don't have housing because they're not finding work because they're not hustling the way they're supposed to be and getting distracted. And then they just fall through the pipeline of getting lost in the sauce. Next thing you know, it moves like that. But yeah, I mean, whole point being like, you know, if you're going to move and go to a different city, cool, just make sure you're doing it with intention to understand the reason behind doing it. Don't do it because you feel like you can't succeed or that people are trying to get you in your city certain certain people that is the reality but yeah. for the majority of y'all if you love your city you love your town then just leave when you need to leave like my boy Yaz has been doing yeah. so let's talk about you know the future of designers and young creators like how do you think they're going to you know like let's say the next 13 14 15 year olds where do you think that they're going to find inspiration um and learn do you think they're still going to be using tiktok and youtube just learn how to create clothes and uh you know be inspired or do you feel like it's going to be from hip-hop like you know people who are the people above us they learned a lot and got into like they got into like fashion because of hip-hop culture and all the dope shit like diddy and all these people were wearing in the early years like who do you think is inspiring like is going to inspire the next like 10, 11, 12 eleven, twelve-year-olds like.
1: I'm gonna say hip hop, bro.
0: Hip hop hip still. Hop, the
1: internet, um, yeah. I mean, bro, we're in my opinion. I feel like we're in the early stages of the internet. Mm. Things are about like things ten years from now could get. Wicked, <laughs> yeah. You know, with technology and all that, and yeah, I still think the internet is gonna be the wave. It's very. It, I mean, the whole fashion thing on TikTok and everybody doing it, and I just had I just had a good talk with um, uh, a buddy of mine. Shout out to Beat Billionaire. I was telling him. I said, because he was telling me, he was like, bro, you need to post on TikTok. And I was like, I know, but everybody's doing it. Everybody's making clothes and posting it in process and this and that. And he was like, it's no way around it. What are you going to do, just not post? So that's when I was like, yeah. I mean, my friends tell me that too.
0: Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, like, you know, just on that same topic is... Everyone that's doing it ain't going to do it the same way you're doing it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the reason that each one of these people are able to build large followings or not, maybe it's 5,000, maybe it's 5 million, but the reason why everyone's able to build a following online is because everyone ha- desires and needs somebody to speak to them in a certain way. Like, I might see a dude's content making fashion and you know, they might post in their captions, and I might be like, This is a really whack way of writing your caption, and like just not enjoy it. So now I don't follow them. Their clothes might have been dope, but because the way they communicate didn't match with me and like just wasn't fuck with my vibe, now I can't really continue to consume their content. But you might pop out, make a TikTok video about how to drop or you know, create a backpack the same way somebody else made, but your voice resonates with me more. You know what I'm saying? And that's saying the about- approach that you like. I feel like a lot of creators need to come into content creation with this like your voice is different than everyone else's voice. You can do the same style of creation, but at the end of the day the way you speak, talk, look is will always be different. Like you will always be unique in those three ways. You know what I'm saying? So, you can say the same shit.
1: But here what I'm going to say to that is is it's not supposed to be it's supposed to be in you and on you. Mhm. It's, it's supposed to be natural. Yeah. Like if you can do it naturally, if you can but I think I just told you last episode, like I'm, I don't mind wearing plain shit, and then pop out with something that stands out. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I mean that's that's me. That's where I feel comfortable, and and I'm still gonna attract people with with what I. They're gonna still notice a bag. They're still gonna notice a pair of jeans or something that I designed last minute, and everything else is gonna be plain. That's yeah, I, I don't like all that bedazzle. No hate, right? I've tried it, like I said, but it's just the plain is is like you. that for me. I'll put out right. fired stuff that stands out, but...
0: You ain't going to see it on you.
1: <laughs> no, you will. I mean, I got rep- to represent Right, you, represent the brand. At the same time, I'm more comfortable in, like, dress pants.
0: Yeah, no, I respect that. I think, like you said, authenticity is the key with anything. Yeah. As long as you're authentic, you're being yourself, then that's really all that matters because everything, almost everything has been created before. That's my humble yeah, opinion. Yeah, you, you
1: can't, you're
0: not. You're not going to reinvent the wheel, wheel bro. Yep. Like, nobody's done <laughs> that. You yep. might come out with a brand that's dope, but I guarantee you some little kid in like Australia did it just didn't get the attention. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, so It's
1: not, it, What's it, there's a saying that uh, it's not who does it first, it's who does it better. Mm-hmm. I have to realize that even on my personal, my, my, yeah. my brand. Mm-hmm. Some may have done stuff that I've created, but they may be doing it better than me. Hell yeah. It is what it is. I'm not on to the next.
0: I feel it. Who, do, who does Yaz like to surround himself with? Like when you talk about your friend base, we got MJ up in here right now. Like That's when you think about friends, yeah. when you think about your dogs and people that you also want to continue to meet in life. Like who are the type of people that attract you to them, and like are type of people that you want to be around?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I've had my friends, like I said, for like almost a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, the same people. I've met business friends, industry friends or whatever, but those are friends for business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, those, those the, the people, my friends are going to see me with the basketball shorts and the regular shirt at home chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, the industry people are going to see me all dressed up and stuff. And I can be myself around my, you know, I don't have to carry a certain image. But when I'm with, you know, the other people, got to conduct business. Smoothly.
0: So how does how does one like I guess that's what I mean when you're building like deeper relationships with people, what are you yeah. looking for? What qualities are you looking for? Like I can understand the 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 segmentation between, you know, business, yeah. these are my business people, these are my dogs, but how can someone and I'm, like, this ain't for people to, like, practice so they can become your friend. I'm just asking but, in general. It's, like, how can someone, what qualities does someone portray that allows you to feel comfortable bringing them into your inner circle? <clears throat> um, got to be driven. Driven. Like, uh, you got to be able to be
1: a student. I feel like with my friend group, you know, whatever one is weak at, the other one is strong at mm every single person is on top of their game in life in my opinion everyone's trying to do something everyone is uh something yeah you know, no, nobody's just sitting around here without no purpose mm. you know like whether if it's working gym whatever everyone's still doing something um and i feel like when it's time to get things going like when i do when it's time for brand wise and i want to incorporate them everyone's on board it's never like a i don't want to bring them here because it's going to you know I think everyone, when I, like, if I was to tell them, like, yo, like, this is what's going on, I think everyone's on board and they'll be, able, you know, they'll act accordingly until we leave.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You know, but every, I mean, I meet new people all the time and I build that friendship, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's still a hidden motive. Mm. It's weird.
0: Yeah, no, but I can hear you. At and the man. end
1: of the day, let's be realistic. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're watching this, I can't help you. Like, I can't help you. I can give you all the advice in the world that I got, and I can connect you with what I have. I can connect you with the screen printer, an embroidery company, a manufacturing company, um, a producer. I can connect you with that, but anything else. I mean, I'm still trying to get myself in the door. Yeah. Then after that, I'd like to take care of my family.
0: Right.
1: You know, I'd like to obviously be able to, and anyway, I could help my friends, vice versa. Like, I'd like to do that. And then I'm open to being able to help people. So that's just what it is. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a hidden motive. With a lot of
0: people. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, I want to say a lot of people in general, but definitely people who have a business or run a business Basically. struggle with that though yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like okay i have my dogs like these are my dogs are right? they liked me when i didn't even know how to like paint you know what i'm yeah. saying or cut yeah. a pair of jeans like they knew me before i even liked fashion you know what i'm saying or you know for me they knew me before i even liked fitness they knew me before i even knew what a podcast was or was even interested in studying and understanding businesses right so it's like when you get to a point where you have something of value that you can provide to people and you know that you have that it becomes sort of an internal fear that that someone is coming around just so they can get something from you like my podcast is not popping but a lot of y'all i already know people is like following me and sliding into my dms like i like what you're doing it's like dog you haven't even watched the episode and i know you haven't watched the episode because guess what i posted the thing that you liked like two minutes ago and the episode is an hour long you ain't You haven't watched it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't know me. And so, I know that they're trying to get on the episode. It's like, dog, like, I will come to you. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing something dope, I'll come to you. And that don't got nothing to do with me being up to you, bro. No. It's just like, if you're going to come on my show, I got to want you to come on my show. You know what I'm saying? You got to
1: have something to talk about.
0: Right. We got to have something to talk about. And so, it's the same thing. you
1: can't be socially awkward. Bro, I look at, I watch a lot of, I listen to pod, I watch a lot of podcasts and And listen to a lot of stuff. But this generation is so socially awkward. Bro, they can't even talk. It's real. They just sit there and they're like, yeah. yeah." I'm like, bro, speak up. Like, speak up and (laughs) Like
0: that TikTok trend. Speak up. (laughs) Speak (laughs) up.
1: And part of it may be the, you know, they're high or. On lean or whatever the fuck,
0: or just don't interact with people or because that. they're yeah. on TikTok all day watching stuff. True, yeah. and that's also a reality that you know we gotta we gotta accept is coming. So I want to jump back into like inspirations in, in a certain light though. Like, is there? Are you also like super passionate or into art? or music are there things outside of fashion that really inspire you and help you inside of your brand and your creations do you like documentaries but i mean specifically that inspire you in your work is there anything outside of fashion that inspires your work inside of fashion
1: i, I like um i like listening to people who's very good at what they do when it comes to like music whether they're music executives or um you know, big you know, just uh a, a lot of a lot of artists inspire me. Um when I sit there and watch how they move, like the Dame Dashes, uh Puff, you know, mm-hmm. people like that. Yeah. I like I I wanna say listening to people like that, it kinda it kinda taught me to move with a bit of aggression mm-hmm. with the industry, not to tolerate any sort of disrespect when it comes to what I do, any of that, you know, so uh Yeah, bro. Like, that's that's what it is like. It's just listening to people who are just successful at what they do. Yeah, and music. It, um, Grant Cardone. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Are these like are, are these people who just ha- like kind of allow you to get your mind right in terms of just how you approach things? In life in general. So like Grant Cardone talks a lot about, you know, real estate, but he also has a lot of messages outside of real estate in terms of the mindset that you have to have to get to the money. So are you saying like some of these people like Dame Dash, Grant Cardone, just, you know, big inspirational figures kind of help shape your mental approach and mental framework to how you approach life when you go out here and have to deal with the world?
1: Well, what the first thing that would inspire me is their story. Mm. Their upbringing. Yeah. Because that would that makes me feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, I'm over here feeling some type of way about what I would be going through. hmm But this individual who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, been through 10 times worse. And I'm over here complaining about this. Let me just put my head down and keep working. I'm, I consider myself one of the most privileged people I know. Mm-hmm. Some agree, some disagree. I'm very privileged, so when I sit back and look at people who's had it worse than me, who's had it worse, I'm not gonna say worse. I didn't have it bad at all. Um, who's it just it just gives me a bit of a reality check. It's like okay, like I need to just keep moving.
0: Changes your perspective. Yeah, it allows yeah, you to have a different point of view. Is, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then in the same light, like when you think about you know success and people who are successful, you know the internet shapes a lot of people's opinions around what success might be or should look like. But for you, Yaz, like from Kansas City, fashion designer, creating dope shit. Like, what does success look like to you? Is it just creating, like, you create a dope piece and you're like, man, I'm feeling successful or success, like, having a certain car or success doing something for your family? Like, and and don't feel like you have to rush to answer this question, but, like, just success in general. Like, when you think about success for Yaz. what does that look like for you? I feel like I just said success like thirty seven times. That shit was crazy.
1: Um, my definition of success is uh, my brand being completely global, like global. Mm-hmm. Um, waking up and not having a care in the world, like just being con- like, I- I'm gonna bring a materialistic things. Oh, I mean, owning a lot of properties. Mm-hmm. Being able to fund things that my family would come to me and be like, hey, you know, that's my definition. Being able to take right. being able, because I mean, I, when I get to where I want to be, yeah, I can make a lot of money, but it's like, I want to be able to help too. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to give back to people who are even with me from the beginning. Right. I'm not, I just, I, I don't see myself as turning into anything else.
0: Just being helpful. Just that's being so able to like not worry or feel stressed about helping yeah. somebody if you want to help somebody you don't got to think twice about. that's
1: that's pretty much being helpful is my definition of success no Bes- besides that. the cars and yeah I, yeah i mean i gotta that'll come taste, with it so, right but that's that's my definition
0: any expensive taste of meek mill song i don't know no
1: expensive pain
0: expensive pain yeah. i don't know why i just really wanted to start talking about meek mill but we're not gonna do that anyways <laughs> I don't want to talk about me email today. Right. I seen some, I seen some, I seen something that made me reconsider my, my, my fan, fan, whatever. But what we will talk about <laughs> is, bro. Real quick, this her lost project. What's your thoughts on the twenty one Drake link up? Have you listened yet? Yeah. Has this album in any way inspired you more as a creative, or has it just made you want to be a toxic, toxic man? Like what, what, what are you feeling like? Um, How's the It's her loss It's not his loss
1: Definitely her loss
0: Yo Crazy
1: (laughs) Definitely her loss
0: But anyways How does the project make you feel Like what was Um, the vibes like Did you fuck with it
1: I liked it Uh, I liked it A couple songs Definitely Me personally I'm gonna say Nothing beats old Drake But Mm. It was a dope album Very dope album
0: Drake or 21 or just in general top 3 hip hop artists that can dress really well in your opinion. So I'm I'm asking you cuz you the one to know how to dress and create stuff. I can't even give an answer to that cuz I don't know what's actually fly, you know what I'm saying? In terms of fashion, I just Yeah. I'm like my guy Mark here, you know? I like to wear just all black, all white, all blue, all green. He don't wear none of them colors. But, you know what I'm saying? Like I just like plain yeah. Jane.
1: <clears throat> um
0: Top three artists that like influence fashion right now. I'm gonna go ahead and say, You're gonna say ASAP Rocky already, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But give me the top three from a non professional, I'm saying Tyler, ASAP, and uh, um, but what buddy's name? Uh, I'm gonna say for real.
1: First
0: one, I can fuck with that. that. Um, That's valid.
1: I got to do more than
0: three. All right, give me five. Give me five. So I'm going to say Pharrell. Pharrell.
1: Uh, Rocky. Rocky. Um, Offset.
0: That's an interesting one, but we'll take it.
1: it, I mean, I'll pay attention. Uh, Travis.
0: Travis. Um, What are we at? We have four. You got one more.
1: Say Don. Who? Don's over.
0: Don Tolliver. Okay, I don't know much about Don Tolliver yet. I haven't listened to any of his projects or followed him. Out. I'm missing out. Yeah, I got listen. Definitely missing out. Am I? All right. Dang. Okay, that's three in the room. All right. Sorry, Don Tolliver. You know, I'm gonna listen to your projects, and if they fire, I'm gonna do what my guy Yaz do. I'm gonna pull up on your like DJ. I'm gonna pull up on a uh, shout out on, to his
1: DJ. You know his DJ from here. We'll say less. Pull up on his DJ <laughs> from K. I'm like, shout hey, can to, you give uh, me an interview? Daniels, man. All
0: right. Well, shout out to them, man. Amazing so. Guy. You know, what's a question or two that I haven't asked you tonight that you wanted to cover when you came on the show today? Like, what are some topics that you wanted to discuss that I haven't touched on in episode two and episode three? Because I want to make sure, you know, I have certain things that I want to hear from you, which I've asked. But I want to make sure you feel like you've been able to, you know, whether it's clear the air on certain things or just touch on the topic you've always wanted to share. Um, But is there any question I haven't asked you today that I should have asked you?
1: I'm glad you avoided the love life question.
0: I was going to go that way, too. But then I was like, nah. <laughs> it's like, that. nah. I don't, That's why I, I went to Her Loss, Loss, Loss. instead. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> went to Her so, Loss projects instead. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know. You can gotta, you gotta ask me whatever. I don't know.
0: No, nah, I respect it. I respect sure. it. Well, what I want to do is I want to tag somebody in the room in here and i want you to share you know what is something you admire about your boy mj and why have you guys been friends for so long i want to see like you know we want to see i can talk to you about fashion all day but i want to see like how do you think about your friendships and you know what are some things that stand out about your dog here that that you know you've kept him close for so long
1: so we've um we've known each other since middle school i want to say middle school Very interesting time. Very interesting. Uh I ran my mouth a lot in middle school. You know. <laughs> Our first encounter, I think, was uh me just talking shit and we would try to fight in the bathroom. <laughs> that was the first one. That was and uh we had we we knew somebody mutual. Uh let's just say we cut the middleman out. We just we just got closer over time. Uh, his family is definitely like my family. I, I basically have two families. Obviously, my blood. Yeah. And obviously, like you know his. Yeah. Um. Shit, we just we have managed to get along. Like I said, we may have two different cultures, two different religions, two different whatever, and we still managed to get along. Um. He has. He's develop he's trying he's developing his like fitness journey as well which i think after podcast you guys connect um i mean he's, he's driven driven in, in loyalty loyalty uh my culture is pretty um it's pretty hard for like i don't want to say Americans but i'd say it's pretty hard for like people who's not from my religion or culture to kind of like understand it but he's been able to respect and understand it mm He's well aware, like I'm not a, I don't drink, Mm -hmm. so he won't um,
0: not gonna peer pressure you, right? Yeah, you know
1: stuff like that. That's pretty much everybody. That's pretty much every. It's like what? How many people? Probably like eight people, in total. That's just my like my day ones, and that's it.
0: I love it. I love it, and so when we think about twenty years from now, Yaz is an established global fashion designer. You have kids. You have children. It's no longer her loss. It's actually her life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit is popping. You know, how do you think about how you're going to manage, you know, relationships and, like, family life while being in a career and a industry that is so, I guess you could say materialistic outward facing not so much about family life it's more about being outside being everywhere being with this person being with this person flexing like how do you see yourself managing family life having children while being like a dope ass international fashion designer with the international brand
1: well i want to set like set it straight that like i don't want a how can i say this without coming off harsh? I want to be established mm-hmm. and develop some sort of wealth, then I'll settle down then mm-hmm. gonna, you know and and I couldn't really tell you how it would all play along, but I think it would play along just fine because me personally, I'm sober everywhere I go. I don't get myself in something I have no business with myself getting in. I'm somewhere strictly business, and I'm out um, I move accordingly, so and all I'm doing is getting older. So, what, do I start acting up when I'm 30? So
0: that's just 30. Hey, look, you don't ever know. But then, but then nah, I, I feel you, I, I feel you. my younger self. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, my, my end goal, a, a lot of people would get to the places I want to get to, 10 different females and all this, and mm-hmm. I, me, it's just not my cup of tea. Right. I, I would, yeah, I'd like to be married and children, so be able to have my friends. I
0: love it. <laughs> I love it. Allah. 100% halal over here, bro. Um, <laughs> so, I want to oh, ask you two final questions. And number one, I want to ask you, what are you really curious about right now outside of fashion? Like, what else is really interesting to you, really fascinating to you that you spend time studying or just, like, paying attention to outside of fashion?
1: Um, I mean... Besides me like making like making fat like I like to work out. I like to go, you know, I like to go to the gym. But uh
0: He's a loyal Genesis Oh,
1: yeah, it's been bro, I haven't been working out as much though. That boy being
0: loyal to Genesis at two AM. That boy always go at one AM <laughs> no, like it, bro. I hey that. i'm happy to hear that because you I know i was it. over I here you know respectfully judging my friend i'm like boy you need to go to sleep man you yeah, can get man. your rest in every time i see my boy at genesis it's like 2 47 a.m on on instagram i'm like dog is they even open how'd you get really in there hey the one you go to because when i was going there they wasn't 24 i'll tell you that you um, COVID. yeah COVID-19. i guess so because my boy be there at 2 a.m was probably there at 2 a.m during covid too you got the finesse you got the in But either way, man, yeah. So fitness, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just it just made me think about the fact that every time I see your story in the gym, I'm like, like, why is it 1 a.m.?
1: Well bro, look, (laughs) I I changed my whole we're gonna speak like I changed my whole schedule kind of like I used to go to sleep super late. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do, but I've been up since five a.m. today.
0: He said I can't be up till two a.m. and wake up at five. I
1: just (laughs) something just doesn't sit right with me. That I'm getting up in the middle of the day, you know, it's just because I feel like I could have been able to get a whole bunch of shit done. No, and I'm understand. only speaking for myself because yeah. that's just how everything I wake up early, I get half my day done by noon, uh-huh. you know. So, um, I wouldn't necessarily say fitness, but I'd say that's like one thing I do, like, and obviously spend time with my friends. Um, I'm look. I want to look into like I've been studying like the whole property thing. Mm-hmm. I'd like to own properties in the near future. I'd like to get into different situations like that. Uh, I, I would it. say stocks and crypto and stuff, but I just heard something today. that like.
0: <laughs> just, I, love, I love the way you said that. That was great. You know, I don't know why it was funny, but it was good. Hey, but I just heard some shit today <laughs> and yeah, maybe man, changed I, I, my I, mind. But
1: yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say, say change my mind. It's just, uh, I think it's going to keep tanking. It's going to keep going lower and lower. And, and some people say it's the best time to invest is like when it's super low. But my thing is, how do we know it's gonna it, like just
0: go up? I mean, data, my boy, data. But yeah. we're gonna. That's a longer conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanna, I wanna ask you this final question, and it's, you know, it's your last day on earth, and I, I, I asked this typically at the end of every podcast. So I might have asked you this in 2020. So if I did, I'd love to go back and grab the clip of you answering this, and then match it up with this. But it's your last day on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, you've lived the life you want to live. You've done everything you want to do. You became a global, uh, you know, well-known fashion designer. Your brand is on people you want it to be on. People are enjoying it. They identify with your story and your background and your your and how you live in your life. And shit is just grand, right? You know, you kept it 100% halal. Now you got your wife, your children. Shit is popping. You lived a great life. But now you about to die. It's your last day on earth. <laughs> And yeah. your great great grandchildren are sitting at your feet, and they ask you, Great great grandpa, give me one piece of advice on how to live a good life. What you gonna tell
1: them? Um, one piece of advice, um, even after school, continue to be a student and uh, don't surround yourself with yes,
0: man. That's it, don't surround yourself with yes, man. Don't surround yourself with yes, man. Don't surround yourself with yes, man. No yes, man, guys. And always stay learning. My God, before we sign out, let the people know where they can find you, how they can support you, and anything else you want to leave there for the people.
1: Uh, so my my personal Instagram is uh Yaz underscore T2Zs. Uh, my person my brand Instagram is uh Global, Y-A-Z-N-G-L-O-B-A-L. Y-Z-N-G-L-O-B-A-L. And uh my website is yesnglobal.com.
0: His future is in the name. Let's make it happen. It's your boy CI Double Z. -Z Damn. Sorry, microphone. C I double Z Y signing out. Make sure you leave a five-star review because that's the only way we can grow. Let's make it happen. Saluski. Thank you, Mark. Mark always cracks me up.